Is it like cereal? Just like cereal. So I didn't kill the odd dog. I didn't kill anyone. Okay. <laughs> that you want us to know. That's what everybody says on the podcast. So I'm just sticking with that. I haven't killed anyone either. <laughs> and with that, welcome to the Edgy Conversations <laughs> podcast. It wasn't me. <laughs> Where Sarah has not at all confessed to murder. So I think we're okay. Um, I'm Matt Williamson, Dan Walchman's chief of staff. Uh, with me is Sarah, who is the latest employee of Team Walchman. And um, we're here at the Greenville County Five Forks Library in a conference room. That is incredibly... Don't, don't tell people where we are. They're Why? Gonna, they're going to show up and want to hang. In the next 30 minutes. <laughs> Someone's going to listen to this episode, drive here, and be very disappointed that we're not sitting in this know, exact same conference room. such a bummer for them. They'll, uh, they'll get over it. Maybe. Maybe they'll get their own conference room at that point in time. <laughs> but if they're a walk-in, they're going to get a big old scarlet letter on the door saying walk-in. That is embarrassing. I guess we should. Actually, they wrote walk-in on our conference room door in green marker, not red. So it's a green letter, not a. Yeah. Chartreuse letter. The chartreuse letter. <laughs> That's the sequel. Did she write it? Did uh, Hawthorne write a sequel on that? I don't remember. I don't think so. Wasn't covered in high school English. We weren't even allowed to read the entire book, so. My eyebrows are raised. At the <laughs> I know nobody can see it. No, <laughs> a I figured I should describe my eyebrows should, real quick for the we podcast. Should, we should be we should be videotaping this yeah. for the benefit of. I've been telling Dan, don't mix media. It's a terrible idea. Anyways, um, so what we wanted to do was talk about this whole bring your own awesome uh, mini series that uh, we're going to launch July 23rd right here in the podcast feed. Um, and so what Dan thought would be cool is if I hijacked the podcast feed, which I guess it's not really hijacking if you gave me permission to do it, um, and sit down, interview Sarah, who's you know helping produce this, and kind of get her perspective on everything that we're doing. So you've heard Brock and Dan and myself um, talk about this, talk about the lessons we learned, figured we'd grab the other member on this project and... Uh, talk to her about what what she thinks. So, um, just like from the get go, like what did you think when Dan said, "Hey, we're doing this whole interview series and we're calling it Bring Your Own Awesome and it's going to be legendary"? What'd you think? I don't want to brag, but this was my idea years ago. Was it really? Yes, it was. It started out as something else a couple of years ago, and um, he had been interviewing. Um, major people will say, you know, well-known people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. um, I said, you should do a, you should do a podcast or at that time, I didn't know anything about podcasts, but I said, you should interview people that, you know, around town that have overcome something major, something that would be a big deal to, um, to like a regular person who may not be in business or may not have a business background, may not be trying to start their own business. Maybe they're struggling with weight loss. Maybe they're struggling with loss. Um, you know, the death of a, yeah. of a loved one, um, you know, the death of a relationship. Maybe you should um, interview people like that and you could help in inspire a wider audience of people. And he did it for a couple of episodes and I cannot remember what the name of it was. 
do you remember? It was, You're talking it about was, the Ordinary Heroes yes, podcast that, one, that yes, we did? Yes, yeah, with the Kate Ordinary Heroes. And, um, and, um, that was my idea. That Ordinary Heroes, mm-hmm. the name? The whole the podcast project, was yeah. my idea. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take credit for that. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that I started. I remember pitching him on that. I remember sowing the seeds of it when we were driving down the road. Um, In case you're just joining the Edgy Empire, Sarah is the uh, secret weapon behind the curtain yeah. of everything that we do. Uh, so that maybe. Is, that's what she thinks. Maybe. <laughs> and so, yes. And I said, you should do a podcast like that. So I'm actually thrilled that this is happening. I am not. I haven't worked in so many years. And I think hearing regular stories from regular people, people who have gone through struggle that's inspiring to me. And so I like, I, I was, I was glad that this came about I'm, in whatever form. I'm glad that it's here. So yeah. I was happy about it. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm not me. giving you credit though. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, that's fair. Cause <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty kidding. sure this was actually Brock's idea, but you and Brock can uh, fight well, that Well, you know out. what? It seems like Dan has surrounded himself with good people then because I agree. this seems like a good idea to me. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. What you were you were talking about this, or you alluded to this earlier, but like what surprised you about these episodes? You know, is there anything surprising? Yeah, you know, um, per, it's probably more personal, but having the background that I have and um, going through the childhood that I did, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in a very conservative bubble. So in that bubble, I was the only person who went through, you know, I'm one of like maybe two other people, you know. And so um, I think that it's encouraging to hear so many other people have gone through similar struggles. And that was really surprising to me that almost, and, and some of them haven't, and that's okay, but Um, I think the most surprising thing was that there are a lot of people out there like me who have chosen to overcome and, and I just, that I was very inspired by that. I was very surprised. This is my, you know, my first time ever doing something like this. And I don't know why it surprised me so much. I love to hear other people's stories. It's something that I love a lot. And so I think I think I was surprised by also the type of people Dan chooses to surround himself with. You know, those people in the in the edgy empire who post and um they're just they they're good people. You know, when you hear their stories, they're very inspiring people and he I think it was pretty cool to hear their stories and kind of get a little glimpse at the people that he chooses to to surround himself with. Hmm. What do you think? Are there any sort of common themes that you were hearing through these interviews, through um, in these people's stories, mindsets, attitudes, I mean, facts even? One thing that stuck out was that, um, and Brock kept Brock said it in quite a few of the podcasts, but one thing that stuck out is that um, a lot of what they're doing is glamorized 
by, and I don't, I don't even know how to put it, um, maybe by other entrepreneurs or people that they look up to, being an entrepreneur, starting your own business, um, a lot of it is, is it's glamorized and, and really it's just hard work. It's, I mean, more often than not, you, it's just hard work. I mean, even looking at Dan who works from the moment he gets up until Mm -hmm. the moment he goes to bed at night, it's, it's hard work. And I think, and I think that theme was, um, threaded throughout the mini series. And then, um, Another one that I heard a lot was not listening to the negative voices in your life, whether they be from yourself or from others. You know, when you decide, it's funny that this came about today because I was just talking to a friend last night who has decided to venture out on her own. She does my hair Mm -hmm. and she's decided she wants to have her own business now. She's been cutting hair for 10 or 11 years. She's Mm -hmm. amazing. And, um, now she's battling negativity and, you know, people telling her that she's just being selfish for wanting that. And um, I think, you know, when you, when you present your idea or your goal or your dream to someone, you want them to be supportive. You want them to say, what can I do to help? And um, it is very surprising the amount of people out there who are not there to help you. And, and I don't think they're doing it on purpose all the time, but you know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. Cause when you, when you put your dream out there, like you're just making yourself com- incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. And I remember telling. You it's know, easy to be attacked when you're vulnerable too, mm-hmm, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you take more things to heart than you would I think normally. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Cause I've, I've got two friends right now. I was telling, I told them both the same dream. One of them's like, yeah, go after it, get it. Mm-hmm. Ask me all the backstory behind how did that come to be? Like, how do you plan on doing that? What are your priorities, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. The other one's like, actually, I didn't even tell her completely the dream. She's just like, you should probably be committed to an insane asylum for that. I was like, yeah. Mm, hold the phone. <laughs> I didn't even give her the full, the full story. I'm just like, I just want to do in extremely vague terms yeah. this dream. And even then, so I'm just like, I think. I've been telling Dan for a long time he should be a professional encourager because I feel like with when somebody brings a dream to Dan, he's the first person to say, go, go for it. You know, what can I do to help? Yeah. And um, bringing that full circle, I think that's why the group is so nice for Dan, because when he puts something out there, then he's got seven other people that say, go for that dream. Go Mm -hmm. do that. And why that group is so good for those people because Dan's able to. Yeah. And he needs that, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's. If mm-hmm. that answers your question, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, because we all end up needing that yeah. encouragement, that account. We need our batteries recharged, mm-hmm. you know, just like we try to recharge others. So mm-hmm. I think that's why. Do you have any any ways that you try to recharge your your own batteries in terms of, you know, being able to just wake up the next day renewed, refreshed? Any strategies that you've hit on that you feel like help you? You know, um, until I met Dan, I don't think I was a very goal-oriented person. Really? Yeah. He's very inspiring. And um, I think what I do now is try to keep my goal in mind when I'm feeling like – right now, weight loss is a big goal for me. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, anytime 
I think about, oh, I'd really love that cheesecake because mm. I make delicious cheesecake. <laughs> can confirm. Actually, I can't because I've never had it. But her donuts, donuts. on the other hand. Okay, there uh. we go. My gluten-free, dairy-free donuts. <laughs> but um, I don't remember what they are. They're like cinnamon apple. Yes, apple cinnamon. Manna from heaven. <laughs> but um, I think the way that I keep my – with anything now is I try to keep my goal in mind. Hmm. Um, you know, we have certain goals for our children. You know, mm-hmm. I would love for them to see the world mm-hmm. and to to travel, even just the U.S. And I try to keep those goals in mind, whether it be with weight loss or the kids, you know, try to – I think that's the way that I – I just keep focused and I try to surround myself with positive people like we talked about. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you, you can't always do that. That's not always going to be a thing that mm-hmm. you're going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you can't hide yourself and, you know, be like, I'm not listening to negativity. It's just, it, it's, you're never going to be able to do it. You've got to figure out how to deal with it. But to deal with it and let it roll off your back is also, you know, something that can be learned. And I, I think just being around positive people and go-getters, driven people. And I find that a lot of them are runners. A lot of them really? are ultra runners, yeah. Interesting. Just, or, or runners in general. They have – they're driven people and they're – I think that that, that helps. That yeah. helps me. Yeah. I, speaking of, I just finished reading um, Dina Castor's book, Let Your Mind Run, about – I literally just turned it in about 100 feet ago. Or hundred feet over that <laughs> yonder way. Beyond the beyond, beyond the, the green door. door. <laughs> Turn that book in this morning because I stayed up late last night finishing it. And she talks about how um, through running she's had to adopt a more positive mindset mm-hmm. so she can be mm-hmm. um, an elite performer and take bronze at the 04 Athens uh, marathon for the Olympics for Team USA. Um, and how just like um like adopting that mindset has um, allowed her to even transition out of running yeah. and, and still yeah. maintain a kind of a, a competitive mindset in that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And she, she made a comment too in that book that, um, that the, the characteristics that make a, a, a good runner are the same characteristics that make a good person about perseverance and yeah. sticking through hard things and being able to push yourself. I think pushing yourself mentally and going beyond fear, like reaching for something, even when you're fearful of reaching for it, it helps on the physical side as well. Mm-hmm. And I would not classify myself as an athletic person or as a runner, but mm-hmm. you know, I've been running for eight years now. Oh, yeah. And I think some of the best victories are when I told myself, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, maybe I didn't have my support group with me. I know that that was one major turning point in my life when I had to show up at a race without my support group. Hmm. And it was just a 5K. It was yeah. no big deal. And it was free. It was just for fun. And but it was um, a big deal to you. It was a big deal to me. And I woke up that morning, got dressed. It was a Santa run or something. Yeah. It, was a, it was a tacky sweater yeah, run. Yeah, okay. Got on my tackiest sweater, um, my jingliest rings and um, elf ears and put myself out there and went and enjoyed myself. And that was a that was a big turning point for me. I think pushing yourself mentally like that and it just it lets you know what's possible and you can use that 
everywhere. Like you just said, you can use yeah. that in other parts of your life. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Sorry. That was a, a rabbit trail. <laughs> but. Now you're fine. Um, any, any moment, uh, of these interviews that stood out that really, um, leaps to mind that you want to kind of go ahead and tease to, um, our audience. I'm putting you way on the I spot know, right and now. I feel I know. like if I pick one, then it would be unfair. I don't think the other people are going to judge others. you. Okay. <laughs> I, um, you know, I was really impressed by the interview they did with Jeremy Boyum. Um, he is in a band in Texas, Shadow of Wales, I want to mm -hmm. say. And um, spoiler alert: his uh, music is going to be our intro music. Is it okay? Oops. Um, I was very impressed by his interview, and I don't want to give anything away from that. I'll let. I'll let. I don't know. I, let I don't, the interview I, speak yeah, for itself. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away. And then, man, it, it's too hard to pick. I think just one moment. I was very surprised by Chanel's interview as well. That one took me by surprise. How so? Um, just you see people being so positive in the Facebook group, mm -hmm. and you have no idea what they've come from hmm. at all. No idea. I mean, homeless. Yeah. Um, just homelessness was another common theme in mm. the in the podcast. But um, I was very surprised by that. I don't know why. Yeah. I guess because you see somebody so positive and happy and you assume one thing about them and then you don't know what their background is. I mean, we've got secret writers in there. You know, two of the women are writers, secret writers, I call them, because they it's their side hustle, as, uh, as Dan okay. and Brock would say. So mm -hmm. um, I just I was very impressed by all of them. That was a very political answer. <laughs> I guess, well, I think. I would have to say, if I had to pick one, I was very surprised by Chanel's. Okay. Very surprised yeah. by hers. Yeah. To that point about knowing people's backstories, a friend of mine has told me, and you know, it's, I've obviously seen it come to bear that, like, if there, there's a, for every person, there's always that one moment that if you knew about that one instance, yeah, it solves the rest of the problems and it gets you helps you understand that one person. Yeah. So, which hopefully we've done a good job on. You know, trying to uncover these in the interviews. Um, but we'll let everybody decide for themselves when they drop on July 23rd. So I hope that everybody will listen to them, give them at least their fair listening chance. I just get past the theme song at least. Yeah. I think being a person who is was not a listener of podcasts. Mm -hmm. You can attest to that. Mm -hmm. We talked about getting you set up on <laughs> I had no idea how to put them on my phone <laughs> or <laughs> subscribe to them. Matt had to walk me through all of it. But um, I was very, very surprised by um, – I enjoyed listening through every single one of those. Good. And I didn't know if I would. Like, I, I didn't know what to expect, and I – I thoroughly enjoyed them. Good. I want, I want everybody to listen to them. Right now. <laughs> right I mean, now. Not now, because like they're not released <laughs> yet. But like, if now's July twenty third, then ready. now get your phone ready. Plug right your podcast now. app of choice. <laughs> Go to the search bar, type in Edgy Conversations, hit the subscribe button. 
get your podcast wherever podcasts are sold. And um, although if you're listening to this, you're probably already subscribed. So <laughs> I might have just told you to share it with a friend. There you go. Go drop it in a friend's mailbox and uh, tell them to tune in July 23rd and make sure the note actually has your name to it so it doesn't look like a ransom note. And uh, Sarah and I will probably be back closer to July 23rd to give you another heads up or either, either here in the podcast feed or in that Facebook group. So like... Go subscribe, put it on your calendar, July 23rd, bring your own awesome drops then, and uh, we'll see you then. Any final words?